Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here, celebrity interviewer, entertainment reporter, and the host of this podcast, Rave It Up, celebrity news, reviews, and interviews. If this is the first time you're listening, go check out our show's trailer on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to learn more about us. And make sure to follow us on social media to tell us what else you would like to hear from this podcast. We are under Rave It Up TV on Instagram, Rave It Up Show on Facebook, and our website is raveituptv.com. Now today, we have a chat to singer Christy Lamb. She's got a new song out now called Kiss About It. Check it out now if you haven't already. And in this interview, we have a talk about the song, as well as some amazing other things that she has achieved in her career, like touring with Lee Kernigan and the Wolf Brothers, Amanda Lawrence and Elise Simmons, winning some really cool awards. And also, we talk about how she got through COVID, especially mental health-wise. There's so much to cover, so let's get into it now. Before we get into today's interview, we would like to give a shout-out to our new Patreons, Irene and Bev. If you would like to support us too and receive free and behind-the-scenes stuff for as little as $4 a month, go check us out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash rave it up. Now, let's get into the interview. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Raise it up. Hey guys, it's Roger May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Irish. Hi, this is Arthur Butcher. It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. It's Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. Raving It Up. Raving It Up. Raving oh, Fun. Hashtag Lauren, Rave It Up. Sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. We're raving it up. Christy, welcome to Rave It Up. How are you going today? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. I got to say, it's great to finally have you on the show because we've had <laughs> Emma Lawrence, we've had the Wolf Brothers on the show in the past. So it's about time we have yeah. you too, right? <laughs> yeah, all my touring buddies. It's, it's been a little while to get this happening, but I'm glad we could do it today. I know. We've been talking on Facebook for a while, but, you know, we're just so busy. <laughs> so I'm glad we finally made it happen. And even I remember, yeah. was it back when you released uh, Bad Habit? And you did the video. Oh, yeah. Can you even ask me to be in it? I'm so sorry. Yeah, that, but a while ago. <laughs> that is a blast from the past. So we've got a little bit of catching up to do. We do. A few years, I think. Yes. Well, you do have a new single out now called Kiss About It that everyone should go check out. It's really, really catchy. And I love the premise of it. Can you like tell our audience what it's all about? I'll let you do well, it instead of me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess for me, um, this is the first single that's not attached to a previous album. Um, my last album was 2019. So, you know, after the year of 2020 that we all had, I, I kind of wanted to start with some new music that was fun and positive. That was just my goal. And it didn't matter what the song was, that it had to fit that criteria. And I kind of wanted it to be relatable, of course, as you do with music. And I was thinking about it going, well, what's fun and relatable about 2020? You know, <laughs> this is I mean, kind of a hard task. It didn't exist. It was that bad, you know? Yeah. I was like, oh gosh, I've really pigeonholed myself. What am I going to do? But then I thought, you know, one of the positives for a lot of people has been that they've spent more time with their loved ones. Mm. And um, then I've seen that, you know, people have also had a few more little arguments with their partners more because they're around each other more. And I thought, well, you can spin that still in a fun, positive way. And 
if you do have an argument, the best bit is that you get to kiss and you get to make up about it. Yeah. And that's what we did the song about. So that's where Kiss About It came from. It's so catchy. I'm guessing probably there was a lot of fighting with your man as well during the whole lockdown. <laughs> that's where it all came about. Or did you just see it with other people? <laughs> yeah, I have to say we're pretty good. In our eight years we've been together, I can probably count on one hand the amount of times we've fallen out. So, you know. That's good. We, we're pretty good. Um, I think... Yeah, we were meant to get married last year and everyone said, you know what, this is your test because we just bought our first house, moved in, then it was lockdown. And yeah, congratulations. Like, it, was, it was set for you guys. It was your challenge to see if you actually should get married or not. And, you know, we passed. We, we, <laughs> we're still together. Well, we're hopefully it stays that house. way, you know, to yeah. only have that many, like that few of a fights. That's incredible. I love yeah. that. <laughs> I think everyone should uh, learn from you guys as well. <laughs> oh, don't know about that. I don't know what advice we have, but um, you can ask if you want. <laughs> Doing something right. Oh, that's all I got to say. <laughs> this is your first single as well that you've recorded remotely because of all, obviously, the border closures and being stuck yeah. at home. So COVID's really yeah. made us think outside the box and be a little bit more creative when it comes to things like this. How was your experience with that? Are you wanting to record more things from home now? <laughs> I, I definitely wouldn't say that I'm a producer and I'm confident enough to do everything on my own, but I did actually really enjoy it because, you know, no one actually saw me and um, I could be in your PJs. Like, yeah, pajamas <laughs> and slippers. And I was so comfortable and in such a good headspace because I was comfortable um, in my own house, not worrying about it. And it's like, oh, okay, you know, it's lunchtime. Let's go have a lunch break. Could duck up the road and then come back. And, you know, I was free to kind of do what I want. Mm. Um, in between him putting down the rest of the instruments, coming back, then doing harmonies later. So it was kind of really easy because I was at home and I wasn't stuck in a studio, just sat there waiting for everybody else. I could go and do my own thing and then come back when needed. So I did really enjoy it. Um, and I did have to learn a few skills and that was something I kind of wanted to do anyway. Mm -hmm. um, Pre-COVID was um, get a good computer system, get logic up and running, learn a little bit of how to do some, I thought for just some demos, not for an actual recording that anyone's going to hear. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was a good challenge. And I, I would definitely do it again because yeah, slippers and PJs for the win. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's a great, great place to work, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> how many people are usually like staring at you while you're in a recording studio? That must feel you know a little bit more pressure on you. Yeah, it depends on who you work with. I've, I've worked with a couple of producers. One was just where everybody else, you know, the musicians had their own time and then vocals were on their own. So it was just myself and the producer. And then I've had the other situation where I was singing in a vocal booth here, then there was drums in their drum studio, and then there was guitars here and bass here. And But it was all glass windows and we we're all interacting. Mm. And stuff. I was like, oh, I'm not the prettiest of singers some of the facial expressions I make to hit these notes and stuff it's like nobody look Don't at me, look at me. <laughs> yeah um so I've done I've done both but it's definitely um I haven't recorded in my pjs before that's no sure. that's a first of course <laughs> I hope not you know <laughs> come to the studio in your pjs I'm ready <laughs> yeah. I'm sure someone has I'm sure just, yeah <laughs> just get everyone in their onesies you know <laughs> And I hear this is your first single off your upcoming album. When is the album due out? Do you have a set date or is it all up in the air? I think, yeah, COVID's made me realise of just go with the flow and see what happens. You never know mm. what's going to happen. So we, we put the first single out and at, at this stage, the album's still in 
finalizing the track list. I think I pretty much got it, but I was kind of also wanting to put this first one out and gauge people's reactions on that. And that mm. might, you know, make me change one song out for a different one or something like that. So then there's still the recording process of getting the rest of the album up and running too. And, you know, remotely, it is a little bit slower. You've got to sometimes wait for good internet reception. <laughs> it'll get to four o'clock and you're like, all those, you know, all those kids are home from school and they're all straight on the internet. And my they're sucking it up for me. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there's little challenges like that you got to deal with as well. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of artists out there these days that are just sending like out just a single uh, si- singles just out and then release the album at the end. Are you kind of <laughs> wanting to do that sort of thing? Well, I think that's kind of everyone's in that headspace because, yeah, it's a matter of time, um, getting into studios to work with people. It's like, oh, well, we got this one song done before then and then now we can't go back in, so let's just drop it, you know. Mm. Um, and I think it is a very much a single-dominated world at the moment but yeah when it comes to touring you always want to have that album something you can sign and personalize for people as well um and those who still appreciate everything that goes into an album you know the musicians the songs seeing the credits of who's written what um the photos all the all the connecting parts going together i still obviously appreciate albums um and i always love seeing that with other artists that i love i'm always interested to see how they put it all together and the flow of an album. I think that's a skill in its own. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it is a, quite a single heavy world at radio. So I think they've both got their perks really. Plus the fans just want to always have something new. So it's like, give us some more yeah. singles, just drop it immediately. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. With an album though, you get a lot more songs. So that's always a good plus as well. I don't know. It's like, which one do you would rather? <laughs> both. <laughs> we just so- got to record them and then I'll let you know. Exactly. <laughs> So at the moment, do you think a lot of the songs on the album are going to be like fun and catchy sort of like Kiss About It or are there going to be some more heartfelt yeah. stuff as well? Um, I think for me, I I always like to to pack a punch. I, I love the up-tempo country rock, country pop kind of stuff and I think I'm kind of known for that and I find it the easiest to write. Um, mm-hmm. I do a lot of writing um with Jonathan my partner as well and other co-writers and sometimes you just get that slight even though you know it's eight years into a relationship you get that slight is this gonna sound really corny or cringy when you say something really sweet and romantic and I don't know we've both got that we like to play it cool you know <laughs> so we find those sentimental ones harder to write which is a weird concept but um yeah again with 2020 I just was looking for any positive that I could find because I'm sure there's going to be people out there that have covered, you know, um, the mental health side of things relating and putting those into songs and mm. um, about, yeah, feeling isolated and all those kind of things. And yeah, that it's me to, it's just me to look on the bright side of things as well. And well, I don't think I've really come across any songs that have come out during COVID that are also about being stuck with your partner, you know, that you are going <laughs> to have some fights and, you know, you just got to yeah. look at the positive side, you know, just, just like kiss about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, for me, I always like to keep things positive And at the moment it's looking like a very upbeat, positive album which is what I I wanted to come out with that's absolutely what we need at this time as well yeah thank you (laughs) (laughs) 
And the video clip is now up on YouTube as well for everyone to go check out. And it was shot at a house party in Sydney CBD. When did you film this? And was it during COVID and the lockdowns? How, how did you manage the whole, I guess, social distancing guidelines and all that jazz? Was it a lot less, you know, people on set, a lot less extras? Um, it was it was shot at the late February, I guess. So there was still kind of some restrictions in place, but I think we got, um, I think it changed from about 20 to 50 people in Sydney in a house. Yeah. And so we were covered. Um, we, we, we didn't have 50 people on set, but we had probably about 20 or so extras. And then you've got myself, you've got hair and makeup, you've got the director you've got um camera operators and things like that so we were still playing it safe and we had to keep it um aware of the guidelines and if they were changing or not so yeah it was a little bit of a challenge but I think everyone just embraced it because again like I hadn't been social in so long and getting dressed <laughs> up and like everyone a lot of people get out yeah a lot of the people who came along I hadn't actually met or worked with before they were friends of friends of friends and things like that so yeah it was actually a chance to get to know new people and also be productive and do something for my job which felt like it wasn't a viable job for a long time you know Um, so it was really enjoyable we had an absolute blast did you have like a proper party afterwards after the stage party (laughs) (laughs) we did a little bit but I think everyone was so not used to partying that it was like clocking up to towards midnight. We're like, we're all exhausted. Pretty <laughs> bad. It was like, yeah, the Energizer Bunny that came in and be like, oh my goodness, there's like people and like so much energy on set, and we get to dance, we get to sing, and there's no one restricting us. And then our energy was like, ooh, we don't have any stamina anymore. <laughs> After like a year or so locked at home, it's like, oh, I'm not used to this anymore. <laughs> Got to get yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm glad you got to do it, you know, because a lot of video clips during COVID were just, you know, selfie videos and things yeah. like that. So it's good to be able to get back out and actually do a, a, a actual yeah. party. <laughs> Can you call it a party? Yeah. Yeah, a house party. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bullying or depression. It is available worldwide as a paperback or ebook version. Go to raveituptv.com to buy your copy now. There is even an audiobook version coming very soon. Did you know we filmed this interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. You do have uh, some fun gigs coming up as well that people can go buy tickets to. You're performing at the North Queensland Rock and Country Music Festival in August and Savannah in the Round in October, as well as places in Campbelltown and Camden area and Rudy Hill. Where are you most excited to perform at next? Or are you just kind of excited to get on the road again after so long? Uh, You know what? It's 
it just feels good to play regardless mm. of where the venue is or you know whether it's a local or it's out of town um I guess the ones where you get to travel a bit more are exciting because it does feel surreal that you're actually crossing a border um yes. so those festival, those festival gigs in Queensland I would definitely say I'm I'm counting down for um you just can't beat a festival vibe to be honest mm, with uh, especially the Queensland ones <laughs> yeah Queensland know how to party they always have and um especially in country music. <laughs> yeah they always show up in droves and no matter what the weather is they're there down the front with you and um I've done one other festival so far this year and uh I would have to say it's been like the highlight gig so far and I've played some pretty cool gigs but it was just the fact that when you've had something taken away from you for so long and then you actually get to do it again and there's people embracing it down the front singing your lyrics again that I almost forgot because I haven't sang them in so long <laughs> um, it was really good to see and it was such a That's positive when you track the mic at them and go come on guys yeah. sing to me <laughs> Now you've given away the secret, you know. <laughs> if I have to do that, everyone's going, she forgot her lyrics. Oh, that's why. <laughs> but Bye. no, it was so good. So I'm I'm so keen to get back up and um see all our Queensland fans as well. Oh, have you changed like the show as well a little bit since you had all that time off? Thought about adding some yeah. things in? Yeah, there's a couple of obviously um new songs. New like, songs, obviously. Be in it. Yeah, definitely. And um might be bringing along a few extra players to make it a bit more of a, a vibe up there on the stage and the biggest fullest sound that we can get because yeah I all of all my friends in my band um we're all dying to get on that stage so <laughs> all the merrier um it'll definitely be a bit of a party for sure cool I'm gonna have to come along to one Rudy Hill's <laughs> not too far from me so maybe <laughs> Awesome. I know that you love performing and obviously COVID was such a really big impact on you as well as all the entertainment industry, not being able to perform live and travel because, you know, you love going on tour. How did you get through COVID, especially mental health wise? And, you know, you, you're such a positive role model and always looking at the bright side and, you know, obviously Kiss About It is a great example of that. But yeah. how, yeah, how have you kept your positivity through this? Um, I have to say it has been challenging, um, particularly right at the start. We were to get married in April 2020 mm. and I had my family from the UK flying out at the end of March. So we like just missed out. They were ringing literally saying, are we going to be able to get through? Um, are we going to get stopped? You know, can we get through? At the same time of me losing my job, moving into our first house together, obviously Jonathan's a musician as well. So two people in the house, both without jobs. Um, and then, yeah, a, a wedding, not knowing whether to cancel it, what was going on. Um, there was no talk of JobKeeper at that time. So I was I was stressed. I don't normally have a little breakdown or anything, but I just looked at my mum and my phone was ringing. I was like, can you please answer? Like I, I just couldn't answer because I knew I'd just cry and I didn't know what to do. You know, it got to that point. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was tough, especially those first few weeks, but thank goodness the government has supported us. So I'm extremely grateful for that. Um, you know, we had to get by the way that we could. Um, Jonathan also picked up some extra cash in hand um, work with my dad, um, who owns a butcher shop and everyone went crazy uh, buying 
as much meat as possible and you know when all that was happening and there was no toilet roll around and all those things so, um thank you to the crazy buyers because it gave us a little bit of money coming in as well so there was just little things like that you had to adapt and you know not too proud to work hard you know so mm -hmm. we we got by doing that and again just knuckling down and writing songs I mean I had to find what I could do so I could still write a song whether I was in my house or not yeah. So did a lot of, a lot of songwriting. Um, I learned new skills on how to record. We went to, to Bunnings and bought some PVC piping and made this little vocal booth and then <laughs> chucked some moving blankets over the top so that we could get a nice isolated mic sound so I could do some of the recording and get a new single out. Um, so yeah, we had to adapt a lot, but we got through. I mean, I've really appreciate that Jonathan is in the same business as me as well so that it's yeah relatable he can understand mm. how I feel I, I understand how he feels and things like that so yeah I guess support and obviously family got through as well yeah as long as you're surrounded by everyone you love that's what matters yeah. so I think what yeah. everyone appreciated yeah definitely. but also like how much touring you usually do within a year it must be nice <laughs> to take a bit of a break and get other things done yeah it, it was nice at first and then the novelty wore off um yeah. pretty quick to be honest <laughs> um yeah I think for me I mean sometimes I've done multiple tours at the same time I've been doing my own shows and then um, there was one year where I was doing the girls of country with Amber and Elise and as well as touring with Lee at the same time and so I'm just used to being out and living out of a suitcase um I, I guess that's why we didn't move into a house together for so long because we were never there in the same spot for so long yeah. it's like why why get a house when we're not in it you know so um yeah it was definitely definitely a change but I'm just looking at it the way things are now and mm. touching wood as I speak yes that, I will too for you, you. Know, I can see a light at the end of the tunnel now so fingers Me crossed <laughs> At least coming out of this, you know, all of us people in the entertainment industry just have a new appreciation for what we do and that yeah. we get to do a really cool job like this. We just had, a, had to have a bit of a break in between, you know? Yeah. <laughs> bit of a, a priority. Break. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think the fans are coming back and really appreciating it too. And, yes. you know, again, that thing of you don't know what you got till it's taken away. So yeah. it's, it's really great that when the shows that we have done, we've seen such support as well. So thanks to everybody who's shown up and, you know, come to a show or bought the new single, that kind of stuff. It, it uh, keeps us going and fuels us as well. Yes, definitely. And you're dying to get on the stage, but all the fans are just dying to actually get out and see a live show yeah. again as well. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. So there's going to be, I feel like a whole new vibe when you, you know, get on that stage and perform live now. Like everyone yeah. must be, Whoa, oh my God, <laughs> way more yeah. than we were in the past. <laughs> it, it's so true. There's um, definitely, I mean, I think everybody knows uh, on the Lee Cunningham tour that there's a fireball tradition and we all huddle around and we have our shots and we get on stage, but I don't think we're going to even need that fireball buzz to no. go on stage anymore. <laughs> we're just running on our own energy. That's enough for us at the moment. Oh, well, we're looking forward to seeing it. And obviously you are too. <laughs> In this day and age, we're surrounded by technology and electricity all the time like our phones and laptops, phone and radio towers, Wi-Fi, electric power lines, and the appliances in our home. Do you know that these could be damaging your health because of the electromagnetic radiation coming off them? 
When I found All Grown Effects though and bought their products, I immediately noticed a difference. I started sleeping better and was even calmer and not always high in adrenaline. All Grown Effects has over 20 years experience in developing products to neutralize the harmful effects of EMRs. I have six of their products myself now and I could not recommend them highly enough. These products last a lifetime too, so you only have to buy them once. Go check out their website, allgrowneffectsaustralia.com.au. That is O-R-G-O-N-E effectsaustralia.com.au. And type in the coupon code RAVEITUP at checkout. Do you know Rave It Up now has a private Facebook group where we give away regular prizes and you get to have a sneak peek at what we're up to? You'll get to see some fun behind-the-scenes action and can be part of the interview process yourself, just like a real journalist. So come join us and share your passion for entertainment with all of our other fans. Just search Rave It Up Community on Facebook and we look forward to getting to know you. And speaking of your career and you brought up Lee Kernighan, you know, you toured for him with him for four years and other things within your career, you know, you were toured with the Wolf Brothers and as well as the Girls of Country Tour, as you said, with Amber Lawrence and Elise Simmons. You've won a Golden Guitar and a CMC Award and your performance at the Denny, the Denny Ute Muster caught the eye of Keith Urban and then he invited you on stage to do a duet with him. What <laughs> You've had such an incredible career. That's just some of them, by the way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this girl's amazing. What do you think oh, has been your absolute highlight? Because, you know, to be, be able to do a duet with Keith Urban is, I, I, I would say it's up there. <laughs> yeah, that one's probably, yeah, if I had to pick one, that was a, a pretty surreal moment because there was, you know, no clue that it was even happening. Um, I ended up moving my trip to the UK. My cousin was getting married and I couldn't go to her wedding anymore, but I decided to still go and see my family anyway. So I literally had just flown black, um, landed in Sydney the day before, then drove to the Denny Eat Mustard. Still kind of jet lagged, but, you know, buzzing to go on stage <laughs> and do, do my set. And we were opening the whole of the Denny Eat Mustard went and um, did my signing at the back of the, the grounds and came back um, where all the dressing rooms were backstage and uh, everyone was, you know, whispering, like, oh, Keith's here, Keith's here, you know, there's always a buzz. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Um, of course I missed it coming back. Yep. And then I just saw this bodyguard pop out and kind of just go like this. And, I, you know, I, I, do. I me, I was like, me? Okay, yeah. So I came into the tent and then, there was Keith and basically said, oh, I heard um, heard you play. Do you know We Were Us? And I said, yeah, I've sung it a few times. Um, and he went, all right, cool, I'll see you up there. And then that was it. And he went off to go warm up and I was like, okay. Um, no was that an invitation? No <laughs> yeah, I was like, did that just happen? Uh, but I couldn't tell because it was the Denny Eat Muster where it absolutely bucketed down rain. It was torrential. Um, we got bogged trying to get out and the fans had to help pull the car out. You know, it was it was so wet and dirty there. But everyone was down the front, absolutely loving it. Um, you know, Keith Urban, the Denny Eat Muster, there's 20,000 people still there. doesn't matter the weather. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I was kind of like, am I just shaking because it's freezing or am I shaking because I'm nervous because I'm singing with Keith Urban? And so I'm messaging over Viber to my, to my mum, PS, about to sing with Keith Urban. And she's in the middle of 
Tesco or Asda or something in England going, oh my God, this is happening and try to like find anyone at the Denny Muster on Facebook live streaming it and yes. try to watch it because we just didn't know it was going to happen. I, um, yeah, so it was just one of those moments that in the business, you just got to run with it. Um, the music business is full of surprises. You get your, your highs and then some other things don't work out, but you just got to ride them when you do and take the opportunity. And it was, it was amazing. It was surreal. Fingers <laughs> crossed he wants to do like an actual recorded duet with you in the future. <laughs> that would be amazing, you know, if he loves your voice so much. <laughs> well, that would be great. Good luck. I, I hope you get there. <laughs> <laughs> and as you mentioned, your beautiful partner, Jonathan, you guys are engaged now. Congratulations. I just wanted to get that out there. <laughs> Thank and you. <laughs> I've got to say, I had a look at your your Instagram. Love your Instagram, by the way, especially your fashion. Like that oh. main reason I follow you. I'm like, oh my God, what's she wearing today? <laughs> <laughs> His proposal sounds so romantic. Uh, I'm a, I'm a bit jealous. <laughs> Can you please tell our audience how it all happened? Um, yeah. So it was a couple of years ago now. Um, it was a random, I think it was like December 23 or something. Um, it was like a really random date. It was a Wednesday because Wednesday is the only day that my dad gets off. Um, so he wanted to have everybody involved. And I woke up and I just saw this envelope under my bedroom door. And I realized that it was, it was the start of a treasure hunt happening. <laughs> and I thought, why is this happening? Like, I thought maybe it'll be, you know, if he was to propose, it'd be, you know, a birthday or Christmas or an anniversary or New Year's Eve or something. I was like, why 23rd of December? What, what's going on? Is it, is it not? Even giving my birthday, my uh, Christmas present early. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is going on? Okay. And then I went around the house doing clue after clue after clue. Um, then my best friend arrived at the door and I was like, what are you doing here? And we all drove out to the new house that we just bought. Um, and there was another clue there that took me to Sydney and ended up leading me to the um, opera house where Jonathan was with a picnic and the whole proposal. And I was just kind of nervous going, oh, is my whole family going to be watching this? And like, <laughs> is my best friend going to be watching? Like, I hope it's just us, but it was just us. It was really nice. But then as soon as we'd kind of wrapped up our picnic, everybody was waiting at the opera bar for us. So there was all his friends, his siblings, family, my family, my best friend, and it kind of turned into an engagement party on the dot. Um, so so it, was cute. Really, it was really nice. Yeah. And his, his dad, um, the late great John English did the same thing for them on Christmas day, they would have treasure hunt. So it was kind of a little, um, nod to John and cause that's how we met. We were both touring with him around Australia and yeah, it was kind of a little nod to include his dad as well. So it was really sweet. Oh, and all my family from England also, he organized for them. Some of the clues were video messages from them at home. Aww. So they were all coming on it too. Yeah. That's so cute. I <laughs> say that's a lot of confidence too, to have all the family and friends there. It's like he knew you were going to say yes. That would be so know, he he said like, no. <laughs> Yeah, exactly right. He's like, I'm either going to be drinking and cheering or I'm going to be drinking and wallowing at the same time. Yes. But yeah, you know, <laughs> ended up being a cheer. <laughs> we're very glad it's a congratulatory one (laughs) and obviously you know as you said last year you were supposed to get married so have you reset your date or yes I'm guessing you're not going to tell me (laughs) (laughs) no you um stay tuned to social media you'll see um some uh, 
a wedding pick. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It'll be out of nowhere. Okay, she got married on the weekend. Good for her. (laughs) (laughs) Saw it happening. (laughs) (laughs) So did the love blossom straight away when you were touring with John? Um, He was like my best friend on the road. I was quite a boring touring person to be honest because I was in my last year of my uni degree so everyone would be on the bus causing havoc and I'd be sat there with a laptop and trying to get my assignments done in between shows and things like that but um yeah it just kind of ended up being my best mate and we just clicked on so many different ways but yeah we're so polar opposites so it's kind of you know the opposites attract but yeah you know when when you come down to it you know morals and all those kind of things where very similar people. We absolutely adore our families and things like that. So, um, yeah, we were definitely best friends on the road for a while. And then the tour ended and I realized how extremely insanely talented he is and, um, asked if he had any work lined up after this and if he'd play in my band and stuff like that. And he said, yes. And then we started writing songs and then one thing just kind of led to, led another. to another. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> more, <and> more time <laughs> together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I always love the stories that, you know, your friends first, you just create such yeah. a great foundation that's going to last <laughs> you forever. Yeah, exactly. So I'm very happy for you guys. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I will keep an eye on the Instagram. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> now, even though you've already achieved so much in your career, Christy, what else can we expect from you in the future? Just some more singles and the album or... There's definitely I, I've found the job that I want to do forever so it's definitely gonna be plenty more singles and albums ongoingly um but I guess for me I always like to change things up or try something new and um I I've just done a, a co-write during the lockdown period with you know I just messaged people over Instagram you know slipped into their dms been like, hey would you like to write you know that kind of thing and um yeah kind of looking at collaborating with different people and things like that just to keep things interesting and you know bounce ideas from other people that you might not have thought of and things like that so yeah there could be a a few little um side project kind of things going on as well um yeah learn off each other that's a great way to learn some new things yeah exactly yeah cool looking forward to checking it all out everyone go follow her on instagram and things like that if you haven't already and do you have any advice for any of our listeners today who might want to follow their dreams of becoming a singer or starting a successful band or anything within this amazing industry (laughs) yeah well i guess um probably heard it all before but the industry is uh, a hard one that's for sure so um if but if it's what you love and you can't see yourself doing anything else then you know you've got to give it a shot and Mm. you know my advice as um from my parents when I was growing up was they really didn't care what I did as long as I was happy and um doing something that I love and therefore it doesn't really feel like a job then you found the right thing for you and for me yeah that was that was music and my brother can attest to that I was the noisiest little sister to have. I was tap dancing around the house. I was singing. I tried yodeling at one point. Like I was just, that's just me. Take, take everything that comes your way and just give it a go. You never know where it might lead. Um, and say yes to everything. I believe it or not, I actually said no to Lee Kernigan's tour. The Ooh. very first time. How could and, you? <laughs> 
Well, I was meant to be in Nashville when it was happening and I booked all my flights and I had all these sessions lined up and just went, oh, it's not going to work. And then I just literally, as soon as I hung up the phone, I went, what are you doing? You can move flights. You can, you know, move sessions. Everyone's going to understand. And I'm so glad I did because working with Lee and like the Wolfies, not only um, are the gigs amazing, but they're some of my really good mates as well. And, you know, you never know where things are going to lead, you know gone to their weddings come to mine yeah just on a personal note things like that um yeah and yeah that would be my advice just say yes to everything give it a try and if it's what you love then go for it yeah you've got to be yeah yeah plus the lead tour was very good exposure for you too which just meant (laughs) uh, you know more jobs down the track you know people finding you yeah definitely I'm I'm so grateful that um as soon as I hung up I literally called back and went can you give me two days? And I had to deal with, you know, Qantas and all my writing and my accommodation and doing a whole new timeline as well. Cause I was doing girls country as well. I had to figure out what dates I could and couldn't do and things like that. So it was a bit of a headache, but you know, sometimes things are worth it and you, your gut is what you should trust. And my gut just went, I've got to say yes. <laughs> yep. You know, everything can be sorted out, you know, put yourself yeah. first. That's what I always say. <laughs> Not in a selfish way, but you know, for your own career. <laughs> you know what I meant. Good. <laughs> well, Christy, I think it's now time for a game. What do you think? Oh, okay. Yeah, she's very intrigued. She's like, well, <laughs> yeah, I am intrigued. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> we have a go. legendary game here on Rave It Up. It's called the Two Minute Hot Seat. It's very okay. easy. It's just where I ask you questions and you pick your preference. So it's like dogs or cats, singing or dancing, things like that. So it's all, all right. questions about you. So you you will know the answers. I'll know the answers. Good. <laughs> and when we finish, uh, I can see where you sit on the leaderboard up against everyone else that's played the game on the show. So there's a little bit of competition to it as well. Okay. So the top of the leaderboards answered 101 questions. I don't expect you to get that much because that was her second time playing. She knew it was coming. That bit of a sneaky, <gasps> sneaky girl. Um, <laughs> But we can, I'm going to probably give you like an extra 15 seconds or something just because it's over Zoom and it's, it's not as, you know, it's a bit of a delay, you know? <laughs> All right. Any questions before we start? No, let's do it. I'm not going to tell you what's coming up. That would be cheating. <laughs> All okay. right. Let me get my stopwatch out. We need that. All right. Are you ready? Let's do it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Three, two, one. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. iPhone or Samsung? iPhone. Apple or Android? Apple. Rap or rock? Uh, Rock. Rock (laughs) or pop? (laughs) Um, Pop. Pop or country? (laughs) Oh, that's a hard one. Both. Country pop, but... uh, (laughs) Beach or mountains? (laughs) Uh, Beach. Beach or pool? Beach. Skiing or snowboarding? Ooh, I haven't done either. Um, ski. Comedy or action? Comedy. Blondes or brunettes? Blondes. Sweet <laughs> or salty? Uh, sweet. Sunglasses or hat? Sunny. SUV or convertible? Ooh. Uh, I've always wanted a convertible, so I'll say a convertible. <laughs> Mac or PC? Mac. PlayStation or Wii? Uh, PlayStation? Singing or dancing? Oh, singing. Dogs or cats? (laughs) Dogs. 
Italian or Chinese food? All food? Um, <laughs> Italian. <laughs> Kim Kardashian or Scarlett Johansson? Uh, let's go Scarlett. Johnny Depp or Will Smith? Johnny Depp. Mall or online shopping? Uh, mall. Cinema or home movie? Home movie. Ice cream or gelato? Gelato. Cake <laughs> or cookies? Cookies. Family or friends? Uh, family. Football or soccer? Ooh, uh, football. Christmas or your birthday? Christmas. Night or day? <laughs> um, day. Bus or train? Train. Straight or curly hair? Uh, normally curly. Eye <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> color blue or brown? Well, I've got blue, so I'll say blue. <laughs> Vampire or werewolf? Oh, uh, let's go werewolf. Oh, and we're out of time. That was a great way to end. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I like both. <laughs> How many questions do you think you answered in that time? Oh, gosh, definitely not 101. I don't know how anyone did that. No. Uh, I wouldn't know even either. questions by the time you're, like, jumping in and saying it. I know. I'm um, like, I just call that cheating. 101 questions? Yeah. Come on. It's the second well, time she played and it was in person, so... Plus, I don't think she was giving honest answers. It was kind of just like, oh, just say whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I'm going to guess it was about maybe like 34, maybe. Oh, wow. I've never had someone so close to the actual number. You answered 35 questions. Oh, <laughs> so I got into so 36 and then I went 34. So I was, yeah. So uh, impressive. And cheating. <laughs> let me have a look. What did I say? 35. You are sitting at number 52 on the Raven Up leaderboard. There's a lot of people that have played. You're the 143rd yeah. person has played it. So okay. <laughs> hopefully next well, time in the future, we yeah. can have a chat in person and do yeah. it again. Fire a little quicker. <laughs> exactly. Well, and as I said, I've had Amber on and the Wolf Brothers, but I haven't actually played it with them yet because I... We, oh. Obviously, Raven Up's been around for like 10 years, so I've had the game for a while, but I hadn't played it for a while. And then, you know, the start of this year, I was like, you know what? I'm bringing it back. Fans kept asking for it. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> oh, Got to follow the fans. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's a great way for them to get to know you a little bit better and know what you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like so, it. I yeah. Good. I'm glad you had a little bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are unfortunately getting to the end of the interview, Christy, but as a closing statement and was probably the most important question, knowing what you know now, what would you tell your 14-year-old self? Oh, that is a hard question. Um, I end with the hard question. (laughs) Yeah, I guess for me, um, I've always been a little determined person who just went for it regardless. So, um, yeah, there's a few things that obviously might not have worked out along the way but you don't know until you try them so I don't really regret them at the same time so mm. um yeah I'd probably say well done little Christy Lamb <laughs> <laughs> keep going for it keep trying different keep things and yeah you never know what it's going to lead to and some of them aren't great but then you know you wouldn't get the highs either so exactly that's life and you and you learn from the lows so it's all just jammed into one <laughs> Yeah. Before we go, if the listeners would like to contact you or find out what you're up to in the future, where should they go? Is Instagram the best uh, or the website? Yeah, well, there's 
plenty of different ways. Um, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, obviously, there's my website as well, um, which will have all those sites linked as well as the tour dates. It'll have a shop page with um, the music as well that you can buy, merch, all that kind of thing. So that's the ultimate one-stop shop. Um, yes. But, yeah, if you, you want to see the, you know, the personal stuff during the day, then you've got probably a bit more Instagram with the Insta stories and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, but I'm, I'm around. So And the wedding myself. photos, that's <laughs> going to be on Insta probably. <laughs> it will definitely be on Insta. <laughs> yes, cannot wait. I can just imagine just how beautiful you will look with how great, oh. as I said, your fashion is. So <laughs> I'm excited to see the dress. Is that the weird thing that I'm most excited yeah. to see? Oh no, I think a lot of people love the, the dress and um, yeah, yeah, definitely I have felt the pressure because everyone's like, oh my gosh, I've seen what you wear in video clips, so what's your wedding going to be like? And I was like, oh great, thanks. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Here I am in a trackies and, you know, scarf at home, but um, yeah. Still look nice. Thing. It's a nice scarf, so <laughs> great makeup. You put the effort in. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you for so much for coming on the show, Christy. I really appreciate your time. No worries. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Yes, in a way, COVID was actually a blessing in disguise because we finally had time to do this. <laughs> exactly, got to find your perks when you can. I know, <laughs> and you welcome on any time. So, as I said, hopefully we can do it in person next time because we both live in Sydney, yeah. right? So, yeah, might as well. Let's do it. <laughs> right, and good luck with all of the amazing success with the single as well. We're looking forward to all the future ones. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. Well, keep us up to date so we can get you on the show to talk about some future ones too. <laughs> Definitely, I will do. Beautiful. Thanks, Christy. Thank you for listening. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to this podcast for free. Just search for Rave It Up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends and tell us what you love the most and even let us know what you want to hear on this podcast. You can even check out the videos of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. And for more, visit our website, raveituptv.com. Now, before I leave you today, I just want you to remember that you are loved and you are beautiful. Bye.